The constellation of Orion is arguably one of the most recognizable of all star patterns in the night sky. Its familiar rectangular shape, like that of a man standing upright, is traversed across its middle by three stars, the belt of Orion, and hanging from the belt, his sword, part of which is the glowing cloud of gas and dust, known as the beautiful and enigmatic Orion Nebula. Orion has been known since the time of the ancient Babylonians and was also known to the Assyrians and later the ancient Greeks. The Greek poet Hesiod, in his Works and Days, written in 700 BC, less than a century after the biblical prophet of Jonah, mentions many of the constellations as we know them today, including Orion. Quote, when Orion and Sirius come in the middle of heaven and the rosy-fingered Eos sees Arcturus, the grapes must be picked. When the Pleiades, the Hyades, and Orion are setting, then mind the plowing time. When the Pleiades, fleeing Orion, plunge into the dark sea, storm may be expected. When Orion appears, Demeter's gift has to be brought to the well-smoothed threshing floors. End quote. Orion is also mentioned by the Greek poet Homer in both the Iliad and the Odyssey. In the Iliad, the subterranean metallurgist Hephaestus fashions the great shield of Achilles, upon which, quote, he pictured on it earth, heaven, and sea, unwearied sun, moon, waxing, all the stars that heaven bears for garland, Pleiades, Hyades, Orion in his might, the great bear, too, end quote. Orion is also one of the few constellations mentioned in the Bible. In the book of Job, for example, God asks, quote, Can you bind the chains of the Pleiades or loose the cords of Orion? Can you lead forth a constellation in its season? End quote. And in Amos 5.8, the prophet declares, quote, He who made the Pleiades and Orion and changes deep darkness into morning, who also darkens day into night, who calls for the waters of the sea, and pours them out on the surface of the earth. The Lord is his name." End quote. But unlike the ancient myths that portray Orion as a mighty hunter, the Hebrew word used for Orion means fool, possibly an allusion to the Babylonian god Marduk. In ancient Arabic cultures, Orion was known as al-Jauza, later Al-Jabbar, the giant or the great one. You might recognize Jabbar as part of the Islamic name of the former NBA star Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, whose name means noble servant of the great one. In ancient Hindu mythology, Orion was Prajapati, lord of living creatures and associated with Brahma. Many legends speak of Orion's death as the result of some foolish behavior that angered the gods. So as we approach the fall and winter months, Orion will dominate the morning and later evening skies. You can see this beauteous arrangement of celestial diadems from virtually anywhere, even in a big city. Orion's chief alpha star, Betelgeuse, perhaps meaning the shoulder of the giant, 
is an enormous red-orange supergiant variable star, which means its light brightens and dims over periods of time. Betelgeuse has a diameter that ranges from 700 million miles to nearly a billion miles. Orion's other shoulder star is Bellatrix, a name taken from the tribe of female Amazon warriors, the mythology of which inspired the modern-day Wonder Woman. Coming down from Betelgeuse are the lovely String of Pearls, the belt stars of Alnatak, Alnalam, and Mintaka. The word Alnalam is Arabic for String of Pearls. The star itself is some 28 million miles in diameter, over 300 times larger than our own sun. Coming down from Mintaka, the westernmost star of the belt, we arrive at Rigel, the foot of the giant, a beautifully brilliant blue-white star with a diameter of nearly 70 million miles. It is part of a quadruple star system. Its three companions are too faint to see with the naked eye. Orion appears to be doing battle with a creature of some kind. Just to the west of Orion, you can see a V-shaped cluster of stars known as the Hyades that comprise the head and horns of what has traditionally been known as Taurus the Bull, with its menacing red eye star Aldebaran, the follower in Arabic, believed to be associated with following the Pleiades in their westward coursing around the celestial sphere, though Aldebaran itself is not part of the Hyades cluster. For me personally, Orion reminds me of my own foolishness, of my own tendency to think more highly of myself than I should, but it also reminds me of Christ himself, who took on my sin and foolishness, who intercedes for me, who fights my battles and saves me from the principalities and powers in the heavenly places. The Bible doesn't tell us what God meant the constellation of Orion to mean, except that the stars were created for signs and for seasons and for days and for years just as Hesiod's ancient poem suggests. Stargazing civilizations have put their own tales and experiences into the stars, much like Adam named the animals. The constellations are like ancient libraries filled with stories of our ancestral past. And Orion is still marking time in the heavens, faithful and true to his course, as he has been for thousands of years. Another reminder of God's covenant with the day and night and with his faithful and everlasting covenant toward us in Christ. So this fall and winter, make sure to catch a glimpse of Orion and consider the one who made the stars, who numbers all of them and calls them all by name. Consider his faithful intercession for you. Consider his glory. For God's glory is ultimately what the heavens proclaim. For Good Heavens, I'm Daniel Ray. <laughs>